Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Help, I'm in my 20s. This is Emily with my co-host Brianna, and it's just us today, so we're just chilling. Um, But we really wanted to do an episode about romantic breakups because we just had an episode pretty recently about friendship breakups and they're very different but also there are some similarities and it's just like we all go through breakups like unless you're like that 0.02 percent that just like fall in love with their first person which (laughs) I think is just so random um and rare but I don't know it's like it's a hard topic to talk about but it's important and it's also something that everyone goes through so yeah I think should we just jump on in yeah let's do it okay first I think just to like start on a lighter note I think and this is something that's super important to me when I went through a breakup was having a breakup playlist of your favorite songs that you can put on 24 7 yes oh my gosh um okay so what's funny about breakup songs for me I well okay maybe it's not funny I think it's probably like makes sense like talking Mm -hmm. about a breakup is so much or breakups in general is so much easier when you're not going through one and breakup music to me is far more enjoyable when I'm not going through one so if I'm going through a breakup I'm like oh this is too real like I have enough emotions already I don't need to get triggered it like hits the wound (laughs) yeah and I'm like okay that one hurt um but I love breakup music when I'm happily in a relationship, when I'm happily single, like you name it, I'm like, this is my jam because yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's easier to tap into like, oh, I've been hurt before much Mm. more easily than it is to like tap into being in love because if you don't feel that way, you just don't really feel that way. Um, So I don't have like a really robust playlist um, if I'm being honest. I know you do, so I want to hear about yours. (laughs) But, But my like top, fave they're all 90s songs which is hilarious oh mine are super old like yeah 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 like early 2000s like nothing in this century I think pretty much because uh I don't know why but um Survivor by Destiny's Child yes is the shit yeah I love that song and then um of course Say My Name as well um Mm -hmm. that one hits like especially hard if like you've been cheated on as I have before yeah and you're you just like you gotta gotta feel yep. it um and then my last one is actually uh, actually not the last one but the top three that come to mind are those two and tearing up my heart by in mm. sync get that oh my god in there <laughs> yes because i here's the thing love the song because it's so catchy and so good but also i love the music video so if mm. you don't know what i'm talking about please listen to the song and also like just look up the music video because it's classic 90s boy band dance moves dance oh. routine and it's just oh my god everything i live for i just like so i love that i mean i love them jc oh, um yeah. is my favorite yep. out of all of them yep and yeah i guess those are like my top three that i just i actually listened to, yeah. to that one before we started podcasting <laughs> we and had to get like, ready <laughs> yes i was like i love this song it's just it stands the test of time oh sorry mm-hmm. wait there's another one yes i will survive i will survive by Gloria Gaynor it's actually not even just my favorite breakup song I think it's actually one of my favorite songs of all time so yeah. if it, it plays I must sing it it's just totally classic you can't know. So, wait okay way. question before I go into my songs do yeah. any like so you listen to those songs like when you're happy in a relationship <laughs> like in love yes. 
does your partner like get weird about that of like oh why are you listening to breakup songs while we're like happily together um or is that just not even a conversation that comes up I'm trying to think I think I've I've shared the sentiment with partners before I'm like oh yeah I just feel like breakup music is way yeah. more enjoyable like anytime other than being in a breakup where it's like love music like love songs can I don't know like I still like love songs even if I'm not in love but like mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe I feel like they can be kind of sad if you're like I don't know I feel like it, it, there's more mm-hmm. more chance that you'll like be sad if you hear a love song if you're not feeling it whereas like I feel True. like a lot of breakup songs at least the ones I like are really like upbeat and like make me feel really like empowered yes. to not feel sad or like just you know yes all of that so I, I I've definitely shared that sentiment and they've been like I don't get it but okay mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah, but I don't think it's been like ex- an extensive conversation, but that is that is something to think about in the future with the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny though because I think I told you this before like I love breakup music, but I my go-to to when I listen to it is when I work out because it gets me so hyped and especially when I'm running because I hate running. Like that is the yes. death of me and mm-hmm. I have to force myself to go even like half a mile. But if I'm listening to breakup music, like you said, is like super empowering or like I have a lot of like female artists that I listen to yeah. for breakup music that then it's like, oh, I can run 10 miles. Like, yeah, perfect. Totally. And yes, I would totally, well, not on yeah. the running part because I don't yeah, do that no. shit, but like on the, like, it gives you energy. And then the yes. like bad ones are like, to me, perfect. Like if you're on a long drive, like singing, yes. like sad breakup songs, but yes. I don't know why it's just like it to me those I don't because I don't think like um I don't think it makes because like if I'm like happily with somebody mm-hmm. like I'm not thinking about them at all because I don't have that experience of bringing no. up with them so no. I'm thinking about all of the people coming before them maybe or I'm just feeling or I'm thinking about how I felt in those situations so it just kind of like totally. takes you back to this other part of you kind of well even for me if I'm like going through something like that's hard or sad but like not a breakup I'll put yeah. on breakup music because yeah. then it's like oh then I'm like I kind of like I'm in that mood but I'm not mm-hmm. like crying over an ex or something it's very it's versatile like, it is and I love it and it, let's be honest like most music is either about falling in love or like yes going through a breakup so you just kind of have yes. to pick which is like your all-time favorite exactly I know. Well, like you were saying, like you have a lot of like '90s on your playlist. Like they never get old. They don't. They really no. don't. And I have to say, if my sisters are listening, shout out to you guys because <laughs> my sisters were teenagers in the '90s, mm. and that is why I love and yeah. and so many of the classics. Like they were my my music education. So I feel that. I love that. Okay, wait. So tell me about your playlist. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have it up on my phone because <laughs> I need to reference it. Yeah. I somehow in one of my uglier days just titled it badass because I needed that apparently <laughs> but I think I call mine like boss babe or something like that too where yeah. I was just like I need this yeah right um some of my favorites I feel like one of the slower ones that I really love is like take a bow by Rihanna oh my gosh yeah so good. that one is yeah so good and then there's obviously the ones that are like fighter um oh by Christina yeah mm -hmm. by Christina then there's like kind of the newer ones with like Demi Lovato's older album oh yeah like yeah very angsty I love it yeah yes super angsty and like 
what's the other like yeah I guess angsty is the right word um but have you heard the song I Look So Good Without You by Jesse James Decker no I oh it's so good you have to listen why to do it. I feel like we should make a playlist for our listeners <laughs> I was gonna say, do we need to like put? We'll all make a playlist. Yeah, we'll link it in the episode notes. You'll yes. have our our fave. We will. We will. Break up songs. Yeah, and then obviously I have Ariana Grande because she's like. Oh, my but she's love. such a mood always. Yeah, she's always a mood. And then I get a phase where okay, so I used to be like super into country, and I still mm-hmm. like country, mm-hmm. but like very much in high school, I was that's like all I listened to. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> You know how Carrie Underwood has, like, her super, like, sweet, cute little country music, but then her other, like, dark, angsty music? Yes, I do. That dark, angsty music is, like, my alter ego. Um, like, I love it, that. Is her song Relapse on your... Yes. I fucking yes. love that song. It is, it so is just, good. like, just... Oh, my gosh. Yep. It's so, so good. good. That and then... um, Where is it? Like, Before He Cheats, which is, like, so old. It's, it's so old, but it's such a classic. Also, yeah. what I think I... Was it that song? There's two songs. Mm-hmm. That one, and then also um, Kelly Clarkson's... Oh, Since You've Been Gone? Yes, where she, like, yes. in the music video, she trashes the apartment. Yes. Okay, so I was, like, talking to my mom about it, like, way back when that, like, first came out. And she's mm-hmm. like, she's going to go to jail. Like, that's not, <laughs> you can't do that. And I was like... It's not about that, though. It's about the, like, release of anger. It's not about right? And she's like, don't take notes from this. So, and I was like, I would never actually do that. But, oh like, my gosh. This, is, this is why those, like, rage rooms are a business. Like, that's why right. people pay. You know what I mean? Like, there's something yes. cathartic about just, like, breaking some shit. Honestly, there really is. And especially during a breakup, too. Like, you have your sad days, but then you're like, I can literally, like, hate the world forever. Yeah, you're, yeah, those days. Oh gosh, yeah. 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 So Okay. What's what's one more like classic favorite song on your playlist? One more. Let's see. I really love um also how to be a heartbreaker because I feel like that oh just, my like, gosh. gives you so much power. <laughs> and it's like such an upbeat song. I have actually yes. listened to that in the car before with a boyfriend. He was like concerned a little bit. Oh, like, why yeah. are you, like, why are you listening to this? I'm like, oh, it's just such a fun song. He's like, don't yeah. make any of it, please. And I'm like. No, I'm pretty sure I would do that too in the car with Ricky sometimes. And he would just like look at me. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, yes, <laughs> like, I am yes. fine. <laughs> I just need a little bit of power. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wow. I feel That's like we can talk then, about then. this forever oh my gosh yes but we'll make a playlist so we'll make a playlist um okay what about I'm trying to think let's like ease into it a little bit how do you feel about gift keeping not keeping okay I I am very mixed on this and I feel like I so I'm a very sentimental person like I if someone writes me a card and like pours Mm -hmm. out their feelings Mm -hmm. literally means the world to me more than like a million dollar gift and so I honestly when I when my ex and I broke up I like pushed everything out I didn't want to keep anything like any of the cards either because I was like that even means more to me than like having 
I don't know, like a little tangible gift that he gave me one day. Yeah. So I honestly don't just because I don't know. I feel like, yes, okay, it was something of the past. And like, it's not like I'm trying to erase that relationship, but like I'm moving forward and like I want to just like remember positives um, in like my new relationships. Yeah. But fun fact, my mom, my sister, and I, I think my sister's there, we were going through stuff in our garage one day, uh-huh. and my mom pulls out this bin, and she's like, oh my god, this is a note from my ex in high school, and I was <gasps> like, what? <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, yeah, and started reading it, and I was like, why do you have that? And she's like, oh, it's fine, like, it was just like a nice yeah, note. And yeah, I and it was so long it. ago. <laughs> And I was, I like could not believe it. It was so funny. So some people do and are happily married today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm sure for your mom, that just feels like a lifetime ago, right? Like there right. probably were other boyfriends in between that one yes. and your dad. So it like. And like so silly too, where it's like, oh, it's right. like a little like high school note. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Um, that's really funny. I know. It was so, it was, this was like two years ago. Oh my <laughs> I was God. like, what? <laughs> just started like reminiscing I was like okay <laughs> oh my gosh but what about you um honestly I think it depends for me like I remember I had one ex um who um gosh I'm trying to like not give away details he like gave mm-hmm. me this like picture um you know what I actually don't think he's gonna listen to this podcast but he I, like I doubt any of our exes are listening to this if they so do true. then that's like a whole nother thing if you if, <laughs> if you're listening welcome to my podcast yeah yeah um <laughs> thank you for subscribing <laughs> subscribe five stars thanks so much mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. one of them like photography was like a hobby of his mm-hmm. and so he like gifted me this like picture that he took um of like a place like in my hometown and stuff like that and I remember when we broke up I broke up with him and I was it was really upset about it and I like threw away the picture frame and all and Mm -hmm. I was like it was very cathartic for me to do that Mm -hmm. um but then I've had other exes that like I still use the gifts like whether it's jewelry or like a book or clothes like I I think I, I have kept them the ones that I because I haven't kept them all because I'll be yeah. honest like there's been some where I'm like just looking at the item yeah. makes me think of the person and I I can't do that it's not yep. good for my healing mm-hmm. um but for the ones that I have kept when I look at the, the item like I don't really think of that person right away mm-hmm. because it, I've had it for so long it's more mine than it is yeah. that they gave it to me if that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. um and I feel like, yeah, I feel like it just kind of depends. And usually, like, those are, like, from relationships where, like, it was a good person, it was a good relationship, it just didn't work right. out. And so I don't have right. any, like, like, I don't know, like, bad feelings about the person. So keeping the gift just kind of feels fine. Um, but I feel like, it, yeah, it just, like, really depends on each person because, like, if I, like, I have, okay, so I have, like, a pair of earrings, for example, from an ex. Yep. And if I get compliments on it, I'm like, oh, thank you so much that's it whereas yeah. like when we were dating I would be like oh thanks so much my boyfriend got these for me mm-hmm. and but like that's just because you know time has gone on and so it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like like I have to say that and I wouldn't obviously mm-hmm. um and like if someone were to ask like oh would you get them I'd be like oh it's a gift it was a gift and it just like it yeah. can kind of just stop at that and so it doesn't feel like I have to consistently be reminded that they were gifted by this person and like yes. all of that so yeah. I feel like if anyone like if you if you can get to a point where you can just see the gift as like 
being your personal mm-hmm. belonging, not like who it came from, then I think it's fine. But I think mm-hmm. if you're like constantly looking at stuff and you're like, oh, this person gave me this and this person gave me that. And like, that's what keeps coming to mind and yeah. like, maybe don't keep the gift. Yeah. Well, and I think just like you said, it really depends on like where you're at with the relationship ending. Yeah. And if it's like, it was, you guys were dating for like a really long time and like super serious and like thinking about a future together. Like in my opinion, it might be like really hard to keep that one like picture or sweater or like necklace, you know, Mm -hmm. from them. Because just like you said to me, like when I had that stuff after my ex and I broke up, I was like, I don't want to look at that because like, I remember the exact day that we were together and all of that. And so I think you're right that it just really depends on the type of relationship you guys had Mm -hmm. and where you are in your healing, because first and foremost, like you have to take care of yourself and like choose the healthy option. I agree. And I think, um, for anyone, I don't know if anyone thinks like this. So if if it doesn't apply Mm -hmm. disregard, but if it supplies permission granted, because Mm -hmm. I think the thing about gift giving in general, like, yes, it can be someone's love language and it's their way of showing you love and care. Um, and that can be like across relationships, like not even just romantic ones, Mm -hmm. but the gift giving, I think usually comes out of a space of like, here, I love you. I care for you. Mm -hmm. I thought of you when I got this gift, like, I hope you enjoy this. Yeah. And that's where it stops. Like that's where it stops being about that person. So like, if you Mm -hmm. have been given a gift and it doesn't bring you like joy or it brings you bad memories, like you have like permission granted to like get rid of it and like, Mm -hmm. you know, give it to somebody who's going to use it or like goodwill. I don't know. Donate it. Yeah. Yeah. Donate it. But like, you don't have to hold on to those things if it doesn't help you, if if that doesn't serve you anymore. Um, and that doesn't, that doesn't minimize or diminish that relationship or the person or them giving you that in the first place. Like you don't have to worry about like appeasing anyone because they didn't like if, if an ex told me like, Oh yeah, I didn't keep blank. Like I would not be offended and be like, Oh my gosh. So it was all a lie. Like that's that's not how it works. You know, Mm -hmm. like there's been a a break, right. There's been a breakup. So anything that happens afterwards is, and should be all in pursuit of healing and moving on and being better moving forward. And if keeping a gift doesn't get in the way of that great but if it does re-examine yes okay I feel like this is actually like a really good segue into another question that we were thinking about is can exes be friends and I think this is a really good segue (laughs) so I don't know if you want to go first or if you want me to go first I can go first I um hmm okay I have many thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. My blanket statement is it depends, which I, I know, know doesn't that's help, um, but it I really know. does depend. Yeah. Like it depends on the type of relationship you had, the reason why you broke up, the point in life that you mm-hmm. dated, right? Like high school relationships versus college relationships versus post-grad, like all of those are very different um, just because you're getting older and maturing and yeah. all of that. So I would say one thing to consider is what a friendship even really means so like mm-hmm. if we're just talking about like just the definition of a friendship it usually involves consistent communication spending time together celebrating each other's accomplishments yep. or wins or birthdays or whatever mm-hmm. um being like up to date with like things happening in their life new people they're dating um you know like there's like a there's a consistent communication involvement and like 
investment that goes into a friendship. Yeah. Now, every friendship is different, whether you're best friends or acquaintances right. or whatever. Um, and I think oftentimes people say that they want to be friends because they want to soften the blow either for the mm-hmm. other person or for themselves or both maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I think actually ends up happening is a lot of exes are acquaintances. So yeah. they like occasionally will send a happy birthday text or they mm-hmm. might check in here and there. Or if, you know, you're at like a big event together, you'll right. chit chat and make small talk. Mm-hmm. I think that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And so I think, and because of that, I think more often than not, exes really end up being acquaintances. Yeah. And that's fine. That's good. But I don't really think that many end up being like really good friends. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's like, it's, it's a little too close to Mm -hmm. like a romantic relationship just because like yes you remove like the physical like aspect and sex and all of that but Mm -hmm. like the emotional connection there is like it can still be like a little too close to an actual relationship so that's why I think can they be it depends Uh, I think more often than not exes end up being more acquaintances and I think that's totally normal and okay and, Mm -hmm. and can be really healthy like I think yeah you can wish someone well from afar and occasionally check in with them and it not have to like be a big thing. Mm -hmm. And it also doesn't have to like get in the way of like you moving on with your life. Um, Right. And I think like being acquaintances with your ex or any of your exes um, like doesn't have to like that kind of relationship isn't intimidating to like a new person. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're like BFFs with your ex, a new person might be like, Hey, what's that about? Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of how I think of it. Yeah, no, I completely agree with everything that you said. And I feel like one thing that I would just add is like from people, from experiences that I've seen and like heard about from other people is I feel like when there's that really hard push to be friends with an ex it generally comes from someone like not wanting that relationship to be over and like still having hope of like, Oh, well maybe we can like get back to that point or something. Um, And I've just seen that being like really hard and toxic to people. And like, I don't know. I totally agree with you that I think that exes and just like you said, it depends on what the relationship was. Like, so say, yeah, you were friends before and then started like tried dating for a couple months and like never broke through that barrier like never pushed like romance then it's like yeah go back to being friends like nothing really like changed but like people that like really push the barrier of like emotional intimacy physical intimacy like that's super hard to come back from and I feel like even from like past experience if you try to be friends with an ex that like you've been physically intimate with like it's a super weird like emotional physical connection between you guys where it's like okay we've both done this and like we know that yeah but how do we like take 20 steps back and like put that wall up because you yeah well and that's the thing there's like uh there's an existing comfort that you're like trying to make sure you don't um slip back into Mm -hmm. and like I don't know I I also think like I have been broken up with multiple times before mm-hmm. and I've broken up with people multiple times before and there have been some times where I'm the one getting broken up with and the person's like oh but I still want to be friends mm. and that I think well 
that's where I'm like, okay, you just want to cushion the blow Mm -hmm. probably for you. Mm -hmm. But to me, that's a lot to ask of the person that you're rejecting and like asking them to be like, Hey, you're, you're heartbroken right now. And like, I'm kind of sad about it too, but like, let's stay friends. Like I know that the intention isn't to like add salt to the wound, but you kind of are because mm-hmm. you're saying like, oh, I, I still like you as a person. I want you around, but like, I don't want to date you anymore. Like you right. need to give people like, and the thing is, I think space and time does wonders. So if, if people are friends with their exes, I can almost, not almost guarantee, but I would put money on the fact they probably spent a lot of time apart mm-hmm. before they could do that. Um, yeah. Cause you need to get out of those habits and you need to kind of like create some discomfort with them because you used to be so comfortable with them right so there needs to be something that's kind of like in that creates some kind of barrier or distance Mm -hmm. between between the two yeah because then also too you're allowing yourself to be that comfortable with someone else in the future as well like I think then it's really hard if you get stuck in that position where it's like someone else comes along and you want to start dating them but you're still emotionally connected to someone else And it kind of falls into that like emotional boyfriend or girlfriend where you're not dating and you're not called boyfriend, girlfriend, you're not physically intimate, but you're emotionally so connected and reliant on that person. Yeah. Um, You're still doing the emotional labor of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also too, one thing that I thought of when you were talking was it just really depends on how you heal and like what is best for you. And I feel like something that was really hard for me when um, I went through my breakup was being selfish and Mm -hmm. like, you have to be selfish and like take care of yourself because you spent that whole relationship, like thinking of it as two people and like worrying Mm -hmm. about both people. Mm -hmm. And now suddenly you got to worry about yourself and you can't be like, Oh, but he wants to be friends. She wants to be friends. Like, oh, I should do this because I don't want to hurt them or whatever. But it's like, no, you like, you deserve to be like, okay. And healing on yourself on, on your own. Yeah, no, totally. And I have definitely experienced that before where Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to make sure we're on good terms. Like this is someone I still really respect. He's, you know, he's, you know, someone I still want to like be on good terms with someone who Mm -hmm. is significant to me or like someone who we have a lot of friends and like, I'm going to see at like weddings and things like that. Mm -hmm. Like, like whatever it is. Cause most of my high school ex-boyfriends, we like all were in the same friend group. So I like, right. you know, you definitely have those like, um, I don't want to call them incentives, but kind of incentives to like yeah. keep things on good terms. Mm-hmm. But I think you can do that while giving yourself the space and the time to move on and to heal. Yeah. And if someone doesn't respect that, like that's not on you. Like mm-hmm. you have to do what's best for you. You don't have to like explain. And here's the thing. I am a big, and actually maybe we can move on to Mm -hmm. like what works for us in processing a breakup. Um, But I'm a big believer in like taking time, like emotionally and physically, like if you can't, I know like, I don't know, maybe someone works together and that's impossible, but like taking Mm -hmm. as much like space and time as you can, like Mm -hmm. apart from the relationship, regardless of what side you're on. Yeah. Um, I I had two breakups last year, mm-hmm. one I one where I was being broken up with and one where I broke up with the person. And both of those, I like asked for space. I needed mm-hmm. that. And I can say like confidently that every time I've ever asked an, an ex, hey, I just need some time and space. I would really prefer if we don't have any communication mm-hmm. until I feel comfortable or until I want yeah. that again. That has always been respected. Yeah. No one has ever, except for one except for one, um, who 
like other than that like everyone has respected I had one who mm-hmm. like I think it was the same one who gave me the photograph actually <laughs> um just blow up my phone like every yeah. single week and I was mm-hmm. like like calling me and I was like what part of like no communication yeah. did you not get why would you think I would want to answer your phone calls so right. um mm-hmm. so I think that's really important just to create that like space and time and like kind of undo that comfort level um and like get out of habits like I used to think of like a certain day of the week as like date nights and I needed to start thinking as just another day during the week and Mm -hmm. um all of those things like it's a lot harder to do that if you're like still talking with that person and um and then also like it like in the situations where I have been the one to end the relationship like I want that out of respect for them but also me Mm -hmm. like I chose to end a relationship and want to move on from it and talking to that person more doesn't help um so that's one of my big things for processing a breakup and therapy but I feel like that's obvious yes (laughs) we've talked about that before yeah we're both in therapy we love it um no I completely echo that because I feel like a lot of times we always love to say and I'm guilty of this too is like oh I want time I want space I like don't want to talk but then it's so easy to fall back into like, oh no, but I'll just text them. I'll just like do this. Like, it's fine. Like I have my boundary. I'm okay, but it's hard. And like, I don't think when I went through my first like really big breakup, I didn't realize the amount of time and space that I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would just add to that, like being able to lean on your other support system, like your friends, your family, your sisters, brothers, parents, like, yeah. I don't think I would have ever been able to get through that first breakup without literally calling my friends every single day and being like, I just want to talk to someone and I can't talk to him anymore. So I need to talk to you. And like, I need to like know that there are other people with me in my life that love me because I think that's also a really hard thing where if you get broken up with, then it's like, okay, who else do I have in my life that like loves me and like wants to be around me? Mm-hmm. But in reality, like there are so many other yes. people, you yeah. know, but it's just mm-hmm. like this one person that was so important to you is like, oh, I don't want to be that person. Like, I don't want to be your person anymore. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well then like, I need to go find that somewhere else. Yeah. Um, which is super hard and like disheartening almost um, to some yeah. extent. But yeah, because you're rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Like it's not... I, I've heard people say like, oh, you're like, there's a, a gap. So now you got to fill the mm-hmm. gap. And yeah. I don't really like that way of thinking about yeah. it because before I, I, this is what I would hope for people, right? Like before you meet someone you're dating, you have a really full life. You yeah. have your friends, you have your family, you have work, school, like whatever it is, you have your hobbies, you have things that you, mm-hmm. and I know like pandemic has like really changed that, but ideally you have a really full life and you meet somebody and you start a relationship and you make space for them and when they if they leave or if you choose to Mm -hmm. end things with them you rebuild but you're not like filling in this gap that's just like permanently empty and then occasionally people like take up that space like you just then rebuild and that can be really Mm -hmm. scary and that can be really hard Mm -hmm. um and that's when you you have your support system you have people in your Mm -hmm. life who can kind of help you through that but then you have just a whole new life Mm-hmm. moving on moving forward and you keep doing that yeah. as you go um yeah I was gonna reference Grey's Anatomy but that doesn't feel super applicable at this moment so I'm gonna 
keep that to myself. I was gonna, I'll just say it. It reminds me. Of, I was like, I want to know. <laughs> it reminds me of. Um, okay, I'm sure I'm not giving any spoilers, but because the Grey's Anatomy has been out forever, but there is a point where early on Derek and Meredith break up because mm-hmm. Derek goes back to his wife, and yeah. uh, Meredith in in attempts to kind of heal and not, mm-hmm. or really not to feel the pain, more like mm-hmm. uh, more likely is having one night stands and like one of them ends up coming in to the hospital and so Derek finds out that she slept with him and she's Mm -hmm. been kind of sleeping around and he makes a comment to her about it and there's just and and not even just like oh a comment like he kind of like attacks Mm -hmm. her a little bit about it and she has this whole monologue thing that you can look up on YouTube it's really good Mm -hmm. um where she says you don't get to call me a whore like you left me with like Mm -hmm. my life in pieces and I'm rebuilding and you don't get say in how I rebuild and I, I mentioned yeah. it because I think that's mm-hmm. also really important to like, to the point we were making earlier about giving yourself time and space. Like this person is no longer part of your life, whether they chose to or not, mm-hmm. and they don't get say in how you rebuild. So yeah. if you want to incorporate them later as an acquaintance or friend, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But this rebuilding period is not for them. They're yes. not part of it. And that's not to like shit on them. That's not to like be mean or aggressive it's just that you need to prioritize yourself and like mm-hmm. what you want your life to look like moving forward and it is just you yeah and no hopefully in an empowering that. way not in a scary way it's like, right it's, right it's up to you mm-hmm. like you don't have to like and here's the thing when you're in a relationship like it's not like a hassle to have to think about or consider the right. other person um but you really like now post breakup really get to just not give like a a fuck what anyone else thinks totally. because it's yeah. just about you and like what you need to heal and what you need to move on and to like get past mm-hmm. this breakup short term or long term like I think yeah even short-term relationships can be really intense and like totally um, yes and like time spent it's not always equal to like the seriousness of a relationship totally yeah and just like you were saying it can be so hard from going where whether it was a short-term or a long-term relationship, like if there was that intensity and you guys were like making decisions together or like you valued his or her opinion like a lot, um, then it's hard to kind of like when you're making that next decision in life to be like, oh no, I get to make this decision. Like no one else says like, yes, I can hear opinions from other people and like want advice, but it's your decision. And I just even think that that's... um, something like in a relationship like I won't get too much into this but you still got to be your own person and so I know for me in my first relationship and my first big breakup like that was such a big point because I lost myself in that relationship and understanding that through my breakup where I was like okay this was not healthy and like how do I repair and rebuild myself but then also have a healthy look on relationships moving forward oh totally well and that that makes me think of something else just like relationship wise Mm -hmm. too like we learn how to be in relationship by being in relationship so we learn through messing up and losing ourselves sometimes Mm -hmm. and we learn by doing things well and having that received well by partners we have um and that's actually a huge reason why I think it's super important to go to therapy like post breakup even if like you don't go to therapy normally and even if you go to just like one session I think it is so beneficial because if you take advantage of it a breakup can be 
such a learning experience. Yes. It can teach you so much about yourself. It can teach you so much about the kind of relationships that you're in and the good things and the not so cute things that you bring to a relationship, what Mm -hmm. you're looking for, what kind of personalities you gel with, what kind of like, um, what kind of like, I don't know how to say this, like what kind of perspective of relationships Mm. you bring it. Cause we all like our, our, our view of relationships are all um, molded by what we see from our parents and the relationships around us. And so it's all like skewed to some degree and we don't always see that. Um, And so I think it's like a really great time to like gain more self-awareness and like, that's really all you can like get or that's all, not all you can get, but like, that's really all you can do. Like, Mm -hmm. I think gaining more self-awareness as you go can help you be more aware of like your mistakes or where you can grow and all of that. But mm-hmm. all that to say, I think therapy is a great time to do that because none of us yeah. like just like pop out of the womb and like know how to have a really healthy romantic totally. relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, and something that, oh, okay, maybe we'll get into this later, but I'm just going to go and do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like part of processing breakups is remembering because I think we were going to talk about like tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I would say is a tip is remembering that two things can be true. So, Good people can cheat. Good people can be in toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. Good people can have really bad relationship skills because how you act in a relationship or what you know of romantic relationships is not necessarily connected to like the quality of you as a person or like your character. It has so much more to do with like, what are the relationships that you have seen around you? And like, Mm -hmm. what are the kind of relationships that you've had before um, that that take that you've taken yes. with you because mm-hmm. we're all affected by those um and like that's not to say that like bad people don't also make those same right like, mistakes but right. I think remembering that like we really are learning as we're going and if you take things with you as you go and you, you realize like okay lost myself a little here because that's happened to me before too yep. um this is these are like signs that that's happening to me and this is what I yeah. want to put in my life so I know that doesn't happen to me again mm-hmm. um or I don't make that same mistake all of it is like super useful, mm-hmm. but you don't really get that unless you're like willing to d- do the work of like the self-awareness and knowing what you're bringing and not bringing. Um, okay. And I actually like um, in my last relationship at one point, like I asked him, I was like, so what, what annoys you about me? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, nothing. And I was like, well, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> and he, <You're> like, mm. <laughs> he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I just like, I, like, I know that there are things about me that can be annoying. So yeah. like, let's just be honest with what like bothers us about the other person just because right. I think that's like and he at that point was like no I, I don't I don't have anything and I was like yes okay. but um, <laughs> but like having that self because like that's the thing like no one is perfect no one does no. It, romantic relationships perfectly or healthfully like there's always going to be things mm-hmm. that we're like working on um so just remembering like two things can be true yes no I like that and even just knowing that like both people can be really good people in the relationship but you're just like not compatible or like like, not good not romantically yes yes, like supposed to be in a relationship and I feel like that is something so crucial to understand if like you're really heartbroken about a breakup and you're like he was a great guy like he was perfect or she was amazing and I can't imagine another girl being in my life and it's like yeah okay but you're both great people and it's just like it wasn't meant to be it wasn't like written in the stars to be in a romantic relationship you know yeah um 
So I think well, that's important. Go ahead. No, oh, no, you go. If you had, I wanted you to finish your thought. No, no, no. And then I was just also going to say, like, I think it's important to just remember that, like, every relationship is important in some way. And, like, for me, I don't regret any relationship I've ever had because yeah. I feel like it, just like you said, like, has taught me things about myself and what I want, like, in my future husband and relationship with Ricky. But, like, there's no relationship that, like, I don't think anyone should just, like, write off and be like, oh, well, that was pointless, like, two months of my life. Right, Because it's like, yeah. no, probably not. Yeah. Like, there was something there that yeah. you can, like, learn from, grow, reflect on, even. Yes, totally. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, I think it's good to be really honest with like your shortcomings in a breakup, mm. but whether like, regardless of what side you're on, the way that I have come to think of breakups is every one of us has like our own threshold for like mm. what we're willing to put up with. And when we're, yeah. when we're ready to fly or get flighty yep. basically. So I've come to see breakups as if whoever is like doing is, is initiating the breakup has met their threshold. And that doesn't mm. mean that, like, if you're being bro- broken up with, that, like, you've done everything wrong. Like, both of you, it takes two. Yeah. It always takes two. So mm-hmm. both of you have contributed to the relationship in good. And maybe, I always call it not so yes. cute because I don't want to say bad. But, like, there are things yeah. that actually like, aren't so cute. They're <laughs> like, oh, I love you. But, like, what should yeah. do that? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You both contribute those things, good and not so cute. And... Mm-hmm whoever is initiating the breakup has their threshold for not so cute has been met and they're out and they're done. And, and I think it's important when you're processing a breakup to remember that like, just because you didn't meet your threshold, like that's not a bad thing. Like it just means that you were, you had more in you to go with the relationship. And that also doesn't mean that like they're scot-free. That's a thing. Scot-free. Right. Um, I don't know you know like it's not like they were perfect and you were horrible yeah and no I know you. what you mean but I don't know if yeah okay. yeah we'll move past that somebody let us know what the phrase is um <laughs> but you know what I mean like I think it's important to keep like a balanced perspective like and obviously like if someone cheats yeah. on you like that's a really big deal totally. um which obviously sped up your threshold you've met your threshold quicker than you would any other way so I I yep. kind of stand by that like we all have our different threshold. Mm. I unfortunately am somebody who, fortunately, unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, I am somebody who thinks that most things you can work out. And so I'm not like quick to yeah. break up with somebody. Um, it yeah. takes a lot mm-hmm. for me to get there. Um, mm. So have I been broken up with more than I've broken up with people? Yes. And that's not surprising mm. to me because in yeah. all the situations, like I could have hung in there a little longer. Mm. And that's just, mm. you know, like that's just a different, that's a difference in the two of you. And that's always going to be true. Like, even if you're married, right. your thresholds are not going to be the same. No. Well, and I think it's also really important to remember that, like, people's past relationships influence their f- present and future ones. Yes. And so it's like, their thresholds can change mm-hmm. based on previous relationships. Say that they just got out of a really toxic relationship or were just cheated on. And so their threshold is going to be very shaky and like, you know, one more thing. Yes. And very short. And that can just lead to a lot of miscommunication and like things getting read wrong where that's no one's fault. It's just like past experiences. Just like you were saying, like 
other relationships around them could have shown me them the exact same thing we're like oh I got to keep my threshold really short and like yeah be on guard almost Mm -hmm. totally okay going off of this should we talk about being broken up with versus breaking up yeah sure (laughs) yeah what do you I will say I've only ever been broken up with well okay I guess that's not totally true it was the same guy but like we both at two different points broke up with each other yeah okay so it's a little weird but I will say okay I don't know how to like phrase this or go into it but since I only have like that experience and it's like very limited um I was someone like I think that threshold conversation was completely where I was where like Mm. once I hit the threshold I was like nope, there's no going back. Like you've gone to a point where I cannot help be in this relationship in a healthy manner. And like, I'm not okay. Um, But like when someone else reaches that threshold, it sucks when you're also can be like very blindsided. And you're like, I didn't even know I was close to the threshold. Like I did not know that we were like almost even there. And so I don't know. I think both are hard. And I think it's really easy to when you're being broken up with just see that perspective but in reality for most situations and most people it's going to be hard for that person as well to break Mm -hmm. up with you and it's not going to be this whole like oh cool we just had the conversation we just broke up okay I'm great roses are red like the sun is out it's not going to be like that um and people are going to experience breakups differently and like cope with them differently but I think both are like extremely hard in their own ways yeah I agree 100 percent um I think I think they're they're painful they're both painful they're they're painful in different ways I think in instances where I've been broken up with I think obviously it's more like I'm like grieving Mm -hmm. something that I didn't want I'm, I'm losing something that I wanted to keep um and so I think that that can be really hard and then I like I tend to go into like, okay, well, like, what if I hadn't done this or what I have, yeah. like, and you just can't do the what, that if, what game. if game. Yeah. Because it's just like, you're never going to get an answer that will help you. So you can't, you can't yeah. do that. Um, but then also breaking up with people. I think like, uh, I, I hate it. I've actually, wow, this is rough. Um, I've had, I can think of like a couple relationships in my past where I like kind of push them to break up with me mm. because I just couldn't do it like mm. I was just such a coward at that point in my life yeah. where I was like I can't I can't do it um yeah. but because it, it is like it sucks to hurt somebody and it sucks to yeah. like mm-hmm. um spend time with somebody and then like just say like no I don't want to anymore mm-hmm. like I don't want to be with you anymore yeah. um and like I'm I'm a big crier for those Same. who don't know it's true, but um <laughs> Like crying when you get broken up with, I think is pretty like obvious. Like it makes sense. But I also cry like when I break up with somebody because like I feel mm. really bad that I've hurt them. And then also it's like a little bit of like a relief cry of like, oh god, it's mm. over. Like not like mm-hmm. the relationship, but like I I did it. Like I I right. I just ended it. Like I just had yeah. this conversation with that person. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you okay. Did do you ever watch Girl Code on MTV? No, but I've heard about it. Okay, so for those who don't know. Uh, I would love to know how many of our listeners know what Girl Code is, but um, it was a show on MTV a few years ago. I don't think it's on anymore. Mm. Um, I think it was on when we were like in high school or something, but mm. um, it's just like a bunch of comedians 
giving like insight on like different topics pertaining to Mm -hmm. women. So there's like, you know, a little, um, a clip on like your period and then like breaking up and things Mm -hmm. like that. Okay. And there's one comedian who I'm not going to be able to deliver it the same way that she did, obviously, (laughs) but her name is, uh, it's like Quinn, Quinn Marcus, maybe. Okay. Um, and she was hilarious and it got to her because she was like, well, breaking up, it's like, like you, like I've been dating you and like, I see your soul mm-hmm. and I don't want any of it. Yeah. And it just is that, it that's how that it is. It does. Yes. And like, and then to be the one on the, on the end of like breaking up with somebody, I'm like, like, ah, like, and you just like, don't want to do that. And like, especially yes. with my most current breakup, like great guy just wasn't like my person and I felt so bad because I was like I like on paper there's a lot of reasons to stay Mm -hmm. um which actually my other point that I was going to make there are always going to be reasons to stay that Mm -hmm. does not invalidate your reason for leaving so if you're having a hard time like I have in the past with breaking up like yes there's like hopefully you're picking good people and there's always going to be like good qualities and good things that person brings to the relationship but that doesn't negate like things that you may need that you're not getting or things that you feel like are yellow or red flags to to you even if it's not for them so totally no I love that yeah I both sides it all it all sucks yeah well and just like you were saying of what that comedian said like it is so personally intimate that like when you're when you've been with that person for regardless of how long like there was some vulnerability in that relationship and there was some yes. letting down of walls yes. and like opening up and then to hear someone say nope sorry like I saw you don't want it it's like <laughs> ooh, I've changed my mind ouch <laughs> I use yeah well okay and that actually makes me think of okay on a more like serious note that makes me think mm-hmm. of um just break up podcast on Spotify. If you haven't mm, listened to it before, yes. you totally should. They don't yes. just talk about breakups. Obviously, they talk about like all sorts of they talk about all sorts of things regarding yeah. relationships. But one of the like letters of the there's two co-hosts that they got. It was like a woman who like was in a really long term relationship, mm-hmm. and I want to say she was engaged. Maybe I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But it was, and then like he called it off, and she was having a really hard time coming to terms with it because I think she like a lot of people sometimes after a breakup go into the tailspin of like well was any of it real like was it a lie like did you mean those things that you said to me or not and the host quoted somebody else who I can't remember now sorry but um Mm -hmm. what she said in response to it was this person genuinely loved you Mm -hmm. they don't anymore and that's okay yeah and I think that's something that I would also want to like echo and share like as we're talking about breakups because Mm -hmm. you can change your mind like you can genuinely love someone and see a future with them and then change your mind because of whatever reasons and I think uh, Mm -hmm. I don't want to give like tips on how to break up with somebody but like Mm -hmm. if that is the case like just don't backpedal because I think like if someone asks you like well I thought we were gonna like move in together or like Mm -hmm. I thought we were working towards whatever I've been the recipient of like well, maybe we got ahead of ourselves or, you yeah. know, X, Y, and Z. And that just is like, just say yeah. you changed your mind. Don't like, totally. that can be really hurtful and make people like second guess everything. Yeah. Um, and so just, it's okay to mm-hmm. change your mind. That's just like part of human nature. Just own up to that. And it's going to hurt mm-hmm. that person, but so is breaking up with them. So 
Right. Just just be as clear. What does Brene say? Clear is kind, unclear is unkind. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. That's, I think, easily applicable to breaking up. You don't need to, like, shit on them and, like, go intense no, or anything. Yeah. But, like, just be clear. Yeah. Well, and I think even going off along those lines, like, I hope that, like, if anyone is in this situation or, like, in the future is in this situation, like, it's okay to, like, know that, like, the love in your relationship was real for, like, a long period of time, but then, like, say you've been dating for a while and you're just, like, I actually don't see marrying this person or I don't see starting a family with this person or, like, what I want in my life with this person. Like, that's okay. Like, I've seen relationships, like, where they've hit, like, a certain amount of years and, like, certain point in the relationship where it's, like, oh, well, we've been together for so long, like, kind of we're just gonna write it out or like we're oh, just kind of yeah. kind of like keep going because you're comfortable and like obviously no one's like said that to me because I'd be like mm, that's a little weird but um <laughs> like when you're in a relationship with someone that like you love wholeheartedly like you should still be like excited and like all of that and if you're not getting to that point still or like if it's changed and like you don't feel like you love that person anymore then like it's okay to end it even if you've been together three five seven years you know Mm -hmm. like it's super hard but it is okay just like you were saying like things change doesn't mean the love wasn't real doesn't mean the chemistry wasn't real or the intimacy yeah just things change yeah and I think like I've I've heard to your point of like oh we've been together for five years like I've heard people Mm -hmm. say that as like justification for saying like oh we've been together for five years like yes I don't want to start over yes exactly yeah well I get that imagine being together like 20 years you know at least like right like not to minimize that because five years is a long time but um like on the flip side you can say like well it was just five not 20 or 30 or whatever Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. if you feel that way if you're thinking like oh well it's been five years I should stay then maybe it's it's not maybe it's a harder conversation right exactly and I think like just to add on to your point about like if a breakup happens it doesn't mean like the love wasn't real it also doesn't mean that like those conversations were like not actual weren't genuine you know what I mean like you can still have those conversations and like want to see if you could see a future with somebody and maybe even think that you do and again change your mind like it's so like Yep. It is going to be painful for that person to hear that, but that's so much better than saying something that like makes them feel like they were crazy or like right. makes them feel like, oh wait, but I, here's the thing. I am a big believer in you take people at, your, at their word. Their word can change, but if you're, go, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're responding to their cues and the things that they're saying in there and like, let's say someone wants to move in with you and, and you do great. And maybe they said they wanted to marry you and then they changed their mind they change their mind but that doesn't mean you shouldn't have moved in with them or that means that like, you don't have to mm. second and that's the thing is I think when people backpedal and say like oh I don't know if we actually were there yet like I think it mm. makes people like second guess taking people's word going forward so just say you changed your mind mm. that just be clear about that because yeah like we don't need to give people like more baggage and trauma from their relationships like if you thought it at yeah. one point and you don't think that anymore like this quote said, you can generally love somebody and not anymore. And that's okay. Like that yeah. really is okay. But second, like saying things that make people second guess or backpedals what you already said, like that does, they think a lot more damage, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think that totally makes sense. Um, because I don't know, I feel, I feel like this whole last couple minutes that we've been talking just keeps reminding me of like what happens when someone feels blindsided and when it feels like it comes out of nowhere and like you thought you were on the same page and like just like you said maybe conversations of like moving in together getting married like future like five ten years down the road type of talk um and then it ends like I think for me that is the hardest type of breakup to get through is just like that feeling of it the rug being pulled out from under you um yeah I don't know I don't know how I don't have a lot of thoughts about that but that's just like where my mind took me yeah no I being blindsided yeah no I think being blindsided and that the thing is being blindsided could happen even if you like aren't having those conversations like it could just be a short-term yes. relationship and yeah. the, there's like a quick turnaround all of a sudden mm-hmm. of like oh this person doesn't want to be together anymore yeah and I think like it's hard because I've been, I've been in the situation where I felt blindsided multiple times. Um, if yeah. honest. And then I have also been in a situation before where I, one, I know I for sure blindsided him. And then mm. the other time I might have, I haven't, I don't know. I didn't ask, it's, but I could see how he could feel that way. Mm. And as the person who quote unquote blindsided somebody, like it was because I, I didn't mean to, but it was like me trying to figure out my feelings but I also didn't want to like stress my partner out and like make mm. him feel like, oh my gosh, well now I don't know the status of our relationship yeah. and now I'm going to be stressed for the next week. Like I don't ever want to do that to somebody. Yeah. And so it was like me trying to like figure out my feelings quickly and then making a decision. Mm-hmm. And while maybe I didn't put them in like prolonged anxiety, I also pulled the rug under and out from mm-hmm. underneath them. So I can see how it happened, yeah. but also, yeah. Yeah, so it's one of the things where, like, I don't actually know how to do that any better. No, I don't it's either. Trade off, right? Like, either you like mm-hmm. put your relationship in the like limbo and they feel that, and that can be really stressful for the person who maybe doesn't want that. Like, they're like, oh, I want to be together. I don't know what this mm-hmm. person's thinking. Like, that is really stressful. And I have experienced that, and that's not fun at all. Yeah. Um, but then the other side is if you make your decision quickly, then they don't see it coming. So, right. I wish I had that. I mean, it's very on brand for our podcast and we are figuring things out as we go but um yeah I think I think but it sucks it is like making someone feel that way and also feeling that way like there's no like there's no way to like sugarcoat that and make that no there's not better yeah no and like I mean maybe this is me just saying this to make ourselves feel better but I don't think anyone knows how to like go about like either being blindsided or like yeah blindsiding someone like better because if people did it wouldn't happen as often as it does right now oh totally that's like saying that people can be like really good at breaking up with somebody yeah no like that's not a thing also no. I heard this in a I'm referring to so many podcasts this episode, <laughs> but I heard this in a podcast um I can't remember which one but I heard this mm-hmm. in a podcast once oh it was Nick Vial's podcast mm-hmm. where he he like repeatedly says like I am really like skeptical and suspicious of people who've never been broken up with because if you've been broken up with a it's a character building experience um but it also means that you gave yourself like good bad and annoying to that person so much so that they they met their threshold but you at Mm. least were so yourself yeah like you don't like you know what it's like to just be comfortable and like be honest with who you are in a relationship and yeah to the point someone might 
someone broke up with you that's fine Mm -hmm. but people who've never been broken up with it's like do you have you let down your wall like have you really been truly yourself because here's the thing you can be truly yourself and not everyone's gonna like it that's just like a fact of life in every context yep so to not have been broken up with before it's like oh have, he said something kind of like have you not annoyed someone enough that they wanted to break mm. up with you like how mm. how like how are you in relationships then because there's no way you're the only person yeah. who like whose needs aren't being met so you're breaking up with them you know like there's no way that like all of these people are not meeting your standards mm. um which I always think is interesting because I think when you get broken up with you're like oh god what's wrong with me and it's like no right. you actually like we're just you just gave all of yourself and that that person wasn't your person and that's okay that's not to minimize how much that hurts but no 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 I actually really like that and it makes me think of uh, and I've thought about this before and had like so many conversations with people about it is like because if I'm being honest and like thinking about my close circle every single one of my girlfriends that is very close to me and has like dated before has been through a rough breakup and like has either not like I think most of like fallen in love or like been vulnerable or intimate with other people and it didn't work out and like they're much better for it and so like I've gone back and forth on this so much of like if and I really hate to say this but like if it's almost necessary to like go through something that hard and like go through like being so vulnerable and like so open with someone and like letting yourself love someone and then being like kind of like going through that I don't know if that makes any sense I could I wish people could see your face right now <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say the same thing I'm like vigorously nodding my head yeah. it is yeah I actually here's the thing I would not I've had well I have I've had two I had one in high school where I was like mm-hmm. I yeah. can't breathe. I will never live. I'll never yeah. move on, which, yeah. you know, it's something. And then I had another right. one um, in college, but, mm-hmm. um, or after college, but mm-hmm. um, I, I actually agree only because a, I think people sometimes like are afraid of getting close because they're like afraid mm-hmm. that like, if they do open up or they are vulnerable yeah. and they do get their heart broken, that they, they don't, they don't know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how they're going to like process it or get through it yeah. or like, survive it as dramatic as that may sound Mm -hmm. but I actually think like the first is by far the worst oh 100 you are it's like the first time you're ever feeling that way it's so painful you don't know how to get through it but then you do and like it takes time and takes like a lot of tears and healing and a lot of Mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes into that but I actually transparent vulnerable moment here I actually had a session with my therapist at one point, like last year when I was processing mm-hmm. my like, you know, big heartbreak and I was crying and I told her, I just don't want to feel like this anymore. I'm yeah. just so over it. And she's mm-hmm. like, I get it. We're going to past it, whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, again, mid crying. And I was like, okay, I'm going to say something and it's going to sound super weird. And she was like, okay, like she's a therapist. She doesn't think anything's weird. And I was like, as much as this hurts right now, like I know how incredible it felt to like be in love and to be loved by the person who I loved. And I'm like, not afraid to do this again. Like, obviously I like, I'm not going to date someone right now because I'm like going through processing, but like, Mm -hmm. I'm not scared anymore because I know how much this hurts and I know I'm getting through it. Yeah. 
and that wasn't even at the point where I was like actually past it I was just like still in the trenches and I was like no but this is like still worth it and so I don't I wouldn't wish that like on anyone. I know at the same time like yeah. being on the being out of it I'm like oh my gosh like heartbreak is the worst feeling mm-hmm. but I mean within grief right yeah but being in love is like I know it sounds so cheesy but it really the is the best feeling mm-hmm. and like you only need that one mm-hmm. that doesn't end in a heartbreak and yeah I haven't gone through another big heartbreak but I'm not like super terrified of it because I, I like I know how I respond I know what my body yeah. does I know who I need I need I know what I need to ask of that person like mm-hmm. I have my tools and um I'm hopeful it's not gonna yeah suck as much but um yeah yeah I know what you mean though it's like you don't want that for anyone but you know like how beneficial that can be and here's the other thing too like I mentioned earlier how like sometimes after a breakup you go into like the what if the what if of like oh what if I had done this then the person would have stayed or whatever I now on the being on the opposite end of the breakup like I wonder because I had so much healing and growth and I'm really proud of the person that I am Mm -hmm like post breakup and just like who I am today yeah I go with like oh my gosh like what if we had never broken up like what if like would I still have had Mm -hmm. that growth and healing like I don't know and like like Mm -hmm. that's kind of scary to think about just because I'm like so happy with where I'm at now like yeah so and that's all the easiest thing in hindsight I'm totally like happily in love in our relationship they can't imagine or fathom but um I do agree that like there can be so much that comes out of a breakup that first and here's the thing for some mm-hmm. people it isn't part of their journey like they marry their first love right they don't and they get growth in other ways yes um or they learn so much in other ways and from different types of heartbreak that aren't romantic yes but for those and but I think for those of us that are the majority who mm-hmm. don't marry their first love mm-hmm. um we get a lot of growth from that first heartbreak yeah well even my fiance and I right now, we've talked about it before in the past where we were like, we both had had pretty intense relationships before um, we started dating. And we both agreed pretty quickly without hesitation that like, we would not have the relationship we have today without going through those relationships and those heartbreaks. And we wouldn't know what a healthy relationship looks like, who we want, we individually want to be in a relationship. Like, I honestly don't think that if I had gone through the past relationship and breakup that I did, I don't think I would be where I am today, like pursuing goals and dreams that I have right now. Do not think I would be just because I had such a different image and vision of like what I wanted like from a relationship. And then I was like, I got to change that. And I got to see that like, that's totally okay. So yeah. I, yes, I a hundred percent agree. Um, like kind of going off of this, Mm -hmm. what is like our best advice for after like, you know, yeah. Or best advice for like, I I don't know how, I don't want to limit us, but like, Totally. Best advice when it comes to processing a breakup, getting through a breakup, any of that? Yeah. I mean, I think we both touched on probably my major thing is like time and space and like as much of it as you want to need. Yeah. And I this is super broad, but like honestly be selfish with yourself and 
don't be like, oh, I want to think about other people. I want to think about like other people's feelings or like hurting them. No, do not do that. As someone who like being selfish is hard for, like you got to do it. You have to be selfish and like you will be better for it. And this is like a time where you are allowed to be so selfish and say no to things that you do not want to do and don't feel like are good for yourselves but then also say yes to things that you actually want to do and love and maybe couldn't do before mm-hmm. yeah I agree with all of that um I feel like I, I gave some of my best advice as we were I know going we along. like already kind of went through it but <laughs> um I think the only other thing that I would add to what I've said thus far mm-hmm. is I'm trying to think actually um okay, this is going to sound weird, but like go back to the basics because I think when you're going through something really difficult emotionally, Mm. it's really easy to forget to like eat three meals a day Mm. and to get sleep and to go for a walk and like to do things to take care of yourself because your mind is so preoccupied by not only like what you're processing emotionally, but like going to school and work because life doesn't stop. Unfortunately, when you're heartbroken, like it keeps going. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say, yeah, just go back to the basics. I I honestly, as much as I like hate saying it, like I really had to baby myself through some of my breakups yeah. because mm-hmm. they just were super hard. And I had to remember, like, I literally would set like reminders on my phone for mm-hmm. some, like certain breakups or like I had yeah. um, certain friends in high school who were just gems who would be mm-hmm. like, hey, did you, like, have you had a snack yet today? And I'm like, oh, nope, I haven't. Thank you. And yeah. it's not like and that's the other thing too, I would actually add to is going back to the basics and being okay with asking for help. I'm so bad yes. at that in like every part of my life. But when it comes to breakups, I really have to be like inner circle, my people, 100%. I need help. And like, yeah. I need, like, please like, and just, and being really honest and vulnerable. It's like, I'm yeah. like, I just need help. And so I think those two things in addition to a lot of the other things um, that we've said so far, but I also, one more thing that I thought of is celebrating the little things. Like, just like you said, going back to the basics, like, yes, celebrate the little tiny things that, like, might seem so small and stupid, but you're like, yeah, I went out to dinner with friends today, and, like, I, I didn't I cry myself. today. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like, those little tiny things, it's like, that may seem so small, but it's a step, and, like, it's it is healing for yourself, and, like, it is so nice to be able to celebrate those little things and be like, yeah, today was a really good day. And yeah. I made a really good dinner today or whatever. Yeah. And like, yes, no, I actually, okay. I'm going to piggyback off of that. And then also I <laughs> something. Um, I went from like, I have, I don't know what to say to yeah, right. too many things. Um, no, I totally agree that. And if you're supporting somebody going through a breakup, I think it's really important to like call that out in them. So mm. like, shout out to UM because there was I don't remember what it was there was like a FaceTime that we did like with, I think it was like you me and Juge mm. and like at one point you were like you got your humor back and I mm. hadn't noticed that like I hadn't yeah. noticed that but you were like no like you're laughing like with your stomach like it's full hearted yeah. laugh and like you're making jokes and like you honestly haven't been making jokes in the last yeah. couple months and like that was super important for me to hear because I felt like Eeyore and yeah. like yeah. it was so good to like feel like I was getting back to myself and so mm-hmm. Like, if you're in that support system for somebody, like, call it out as you see it in them. Like, oh, like, I noticed that you're really enjoying, like, whatever. Like, your humor's Mm -hmm. back or whatever it is. Um, And then the other other thing I was going to say is 
I know everyone has different relationships with their social media, Mm. but get off of it. Just get off of it. Like, and here's the thing at minimum mute, like crazy, mute your ex, mute mute the people that make you think of of him, Um, mute. um, I'm trying to think like, yeah family members of yes close friends yeah Yeah. any anything that like is you might see them in or when you see that name pop up you think of that person or yeah like people you only knew because of that person yes that's a better way to say it yeah yeah just mute just mute if you don't want to give up your social media entirely um but if you are willing to give it up just give it up for like however I mean I feel like it depends depending on like again relationship it, it all right. depends right um but I've done that to some extent with like almost every breakup mm-hmm. um except for the ones where I broke up with them I'll be honest <laughs> in those situations I've been fine yeah. with yeah. yeah again like I had already kind of started the grief of like or started the process of like grieving that breakup before they did so um but yeah in this in yeah whether what whichever side you're on mm-hmm. um but definitely if you're the one getting broken up away yeah. just just stay off of it like mm-hmm. it's really not a time to like I don't know like in like being interact like being interactive with other people because here's the thing Instagram Twitter well maybe not Twitter but like Instagram and Facebook for sure it's like your highlight reel it's like the best thing to happen to you so yes. when you're having the worst thing yes. happen to you quote unquote like it's really hard to like be happy for other people while you're Eeyore you know like it just don't do it to yourself just right. like give yourself the freedom of like yeah you'll send them well wishes on their new puppy another time you know yes. like just and people yes. are gonna be really understanding of it and if they're not like let's totally. re-examine your relationship with that person if they're like upset yeah. you didn't like a post or like a post um yes okay I, that's all I have to say for yes. that's I think those are good tips. okay well <laughs> to wrap it up Ugh. I want to talk about this because I have experience and thoughts with mm-hmm. it. But what? what are our thoughts on getting back together? Oh, I have thoughts. <laughs> but also this stems from my experience. Oh, yeah, same. And so it's yeah. like, so for me, it's like hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. Which, uh, Okay. And that's from my experience, that experience, getting back together, I just like, you broke up the first time for a reason, and that should be the reason. I will say, I have heard of people who are happily married today with large families and kids who took a, an amount of time and broke up for a couple months or like a year while they were dating. I have heard that before. I think it's possible like we've been saying literally this whole episode it depends. it depends on what the relationship was like it depends on so many factors that go into your relationship um but I mean like for me it is so hard again don't think he is listening or <laughs> anyone that cares but when we broke up the first time he broke up with me total blindside and then we got back together. And when we got back together that second time, I could not trust. I could not trust him. I could not let down all those walls that I could before because I was like, 
why wouldn't you hurt me again? Because you said no to me already once. You chose that other option one time. So what's stopping you from doing it again? Um, So for me, I feel like it's just so hard to like rebuild that trust because something was broken because of that first breakup. Whatever the circumstances were, like there's so much rebuilding that has to be done to make that work in the future. So that's my opinion. <laughs> What's yours? Um, okay, well, I'll tell a story to okay. <laughs> illustrate my thoughts. So I dated a guy. Again, I don't think he's going to listen. I'm also not going to give too many details that like identifies. We mm-hmm. just as a disclaimer, I should also maybe say this whenever we do talk about our experiences on any episode, like we do a really um, we do take a lot of thought and time into how we tell stories so that like nobody yes. feels like they're getting like yes outed on our podcast because if you're not a guest you haven't given us permission to like share all our all your life details so we really do work hard on that um yeah I just want to say that but um so I dated a guy in high school and he broke up with me and I was devastated Mm -hmm. um and then we had like a lot of the same friends but we actually didn't really interact or talk much even with that um for a couple years and then we got back together when I was in college mm. or we were both in college at that point I can't remember mm. um and I remember like he had reached out and you know wanted to rekindle mm. and we had that conversation of like okay well what's going to be different this time yeah. and um you know I was really hurt by this so how can I trust you and we, we had we did the like the heavy lifting yeah. of yeah. all of that um and then we went on some dates and you could tell like the chemistry was still there, the fun, mm. the connection, all of that. Right. So it was exciting. And then we actually like were dating and it wasn't the same reason why we broke up, but mm. something that had bothered me the first time around ended up being why we broke up the second time mm. around. And, yeah. um, and I only told a couple of people because I was kind of nervous to tell my friends and family that we were getting back together because they saw me mm-hmm. go through that breakup the first time. And, yeah. um, and the ones who I did tell, they said, they said something to me to the effect of like, I respect like your autonomy, your choices, mm-hmm. like you can do what you want. I just will be honest that I'm a little skeptical because yeah. of how he hurt you before. So it's going to yeah. take me a little time as your support system to trust him. Yeah. Um, which again, like I had to learn how to trust him again the people around me have to learn how to trust him again. He knew that. And, um, and then we ended up breaking up again. So I think Mm -hmm. I I agree with what you said that it, it just takes a lot of work to like rebuild a foundation. Um, and I think I don't want to like generalize, but I think oftentimes people get back together because, they miss that person or they're lonely or they try dating again and they really it's too hard to start it's, over yeah and they really yeah. it, it, it's really hard to start over or it's really hard to find someone that you have like a connection with and so and then they they go back and I don't think those are good reasons because yeah. I am of the personal belief that it is far more work to get back together with somebody who has hurt you or you, you have hurt mm-hmm. than it is to start over with somebody yeah. new yeah. Um, it may take you quote unquote longer to find that new person, but the work, um, like every relationship takes work, but that work hopefully comes later down the line. Whereas yeah. if you're getting back together, it's like all in the beginning. Cause yes. if you don't do it, then it's just not going to work. Yeah. Um, so I would, 
I would just I'm, I'm not gonna say no yeah but it doesn't work because like you I've heard of people who have broken up gone back together and are married right. and like happy and stuff but what's funny is that I actually the people that I know who that's been true were like broken up for years okay yeah yeah so that's the other thing I would say is like, if you're gonna get back together with somebody mm. you need to have like dated other people and like had other relationships yeah. and like moved on because yeah otherwise it, it may just be because you're lonely or you are scared to try dating again right. but I think if you have done all of that and you do somehow like rekindle or like do come back to each other and you're willing to put in the work then I feel like you're probably in a better yeah. space to do yeah. that um so I, I sorry it depends <laughs> I know yeah. we say that for yeah. like everything I but I do think it depends um it is going to be a lot more work and and the thing is just because you do that work doesn't mean that there won't be another reason why you break up again so right. with anyone right like mm-hmm. first time second time whatever like mm-hmm. with anyone you're taking the risk of being yeah. heartbroken with someone that you're getting back together with yeah you know what that feels like so totally it's, I think it's really up to yeah. to what like what you're willing to put yourself on mm-hmm. the line for um yeah and if it's worth it yeah totally mm-hmm. and um gosh there's mm-hmm. one other thing I was gonna say about oh but I will say if you are gonna because I've prior to that relationship I was in a different one that we like broke up and got back together and broke up and got back together and on it was and just, off. like such an on and off relationship and I would say that is a hard path so if you're gonna get back together you got one chance and then if you still break yeah. up just let it go just, yeah it's not, just... it's not gonna work <laughs> right um yeah. anyways I know we didn't cover every topic or yeah. like component of breaking up but I feel like we covered a lot of ground so let us yeah. know if if you guys like this episode and I would yeah. love to like have a group of people talk about mm-hmm. their breakups not oh, like in each show obviously because me everyone too. just has such different experiences and like it's right it's fascinating also people may not resonate with our experience but hopefully we can get totally get some more people yeah no, well thanks for listening and thanks for sharing of course thank you for sharing that <laughs> we both shared this was fun this was fun yeah it's it's always easier to talk about a breakup when you're not going through one so since you'll never yeah. go through one again and I'm in the clear for now this was a good time to do the episode <laughs> it was yeah well, well and hopefully it too like it is a hard topic to and like thing to think through but there's good that can come out of it and like make your breakup playlist it'll all be okay listen to ours yes do we'll put it want. out there <laughs> um yeah so we'll put the we'll put the link to a spotify playlist yeah. probably because that's what we both have um in the episode notes make sure to subscribe leave us a five-star review if you want preferably five <laughs> and um we'll see you all next week so tune in for another episode and we'll talk to you soon.